Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here and today we're talking about becoming famous online because this is actually a question I get asked all the time. How do I build my following? How do I build my list? How do I build my social media? And it's not always about fame. Not everyone wants to do it for that reason, but it's just how do I grow my audience? How do I grow my profile? And um, so, you know what, in the mainstream, in the you know, in the world, I'm I'm a very very small fish, but in my communities, I've always been able to really rapidly grow my following. I've been very consistent in growing my following, which is one of my tips, by the way. And you know, I am well known. You know, my my books sell well. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is me just trying to be doing my humble disclaimer thing. But um, you know, I know that I've been a good. At growing stuff. Listen to me trying to be, oh, this is the problem. I'm an introvert. So if you're an introvert, you'll get something out of this episode. But also I've actually done a lot of introvert specific podcast episodes. So you can go listen to those. But that's why I'm being so awkward about it because I'm just like, I don't want to brag and say that I'm like super famous. Okay. So anyway, let's talk about it, about growing your audience. Now, if you are brand new, and your audience is really small and your newsletter list is small and your social media is small, then my biggest advice to you is start how you mean to go on. You might think that some of the advice doesn't apply to you because you're going to wait for your audience to get bigger before you do some of the things. And this is totally a chicken and egg scenario. You have to start as you mean to go on. So I knew that I had to show up and be seen online. And I would do it as if it was going out to thousands of people. And I think that's also why I think some people that were, you know, have always been attracted to me at various stages of my business is because I've always just been kind of like, of course, you're listening to me without apology. And so I've sent my newsletters every week as if they were going out to thousands of people. I would do my videos as if they were going out to thousands of people. I would do like live streams in my car when my kids were in the back as if they were going out to thousands of people. My webinars that I did at the start, they'd have zero people or a couple of people, but I did it from a place of power of going, I know this this is going to grow. So wherever you're at in that, allow yourself to feel that confidence. Don't apologize and go, oh, my list is so small or, oh, this is only going out to a few people. So no one will notice if I miss it. Just like, just be confident in just like, Thousands of people are waiting for this information. The other thing too is that um, sometimes you feel like you only get one shot at it. And so almost this perfectionism starts to come in because you go, well, I don't want to give away all my best stuff when my audience is so small. Or um, I don't know enough to share on this topic. And here's the truth about my business is I repurpose the same stuff every couple of years. So it's not like there's only one shot at it. You can reuse a podcast episode in the future, which I usually do every couple of years because you will change, your examples will change everything. So don't hoard it for like, oh, but no one's going to see it now. Some people will go through your archives in the future, but it's sharing valuable things that helps you to grow your audience. So don't hold back. 
don't hold back your best stuff. Also, on the flip side of that is that um, imposter syndrome. Who am I to share this? Or I don't know enough. Or I'm not as far ahead as I need to be. And sometimes your audience needs the basics, but also sometimes they need what you have, right? It can often be hard for people like me who have very established businesses. I can share the mechanics of what people in their first year should do, but I can't quite remember the feeling of it. I'm a bit too far removed. Whereas someone who was in the trenches more recently might be able to give a more reassuring or inspiring example to someone who's just starting out. And that's why there is room for everybody. There is room for beginners. There's room for apprentices. There's room for um, more established people. There's room for experts because every audience member needs something different. Sometimes my stuff might not be relatable to you anymore because you just think, Denise, you're a lucky bitch. Now, you don't, you don't get it. And so you might not get some advice or resonate with some advice from me than you would with someone else because you go, oh, they know how it feels. And similarly, um, like different situations, you might have a particular view on something that no one's done before. Take parenting, for example. When I was like started out as a new mom, I found it really isolating to take business, ad- sorry, parenting advice, baby advice from people without ADHD because it just didn't make sense to me. And also I found I, I found it hard to take mothering advice, parenting advice from people who didn't have a business because it, it just didn't resonate with me. So you've got to be confident in there's some things that you you know you know, but there's also things that you can add your particular perspective onto. So you got to show up. You got to show up and share what you know you know. And then when you do that, you won't have the imposter syndrome because you're not trying to be anything that you're not. You're not trying to pretend to be someone that you're not. And you th- might think it's basic advice and someone else will just be like, oh my God, amazing. Woo. Like when I'm, again, a kid example, I went to the movies with my friend Marissa Roberts from Beautifully Organized and I didn't know how to be a parent. I didn't know how anything worked. And I remember she was like, oh, I bought you a, um, a hook for your pram so you can put your shopping on it. And I was like, that's so simple. She's And she could have been like, oh, everyone knows this. But I didn't know. I didn't know how to do that. So don't discount um, things that you think are too simple or too obvious. Okay. And show up and share them. That's how you grow your audience. So as I said, you can totally recycle that stuff later on. You can add to it. You can update it. You can modernize it. You can do all of those things. So don't, don't, um, don't hoard things for the future. So <clears throat> the other thing for me that has really, really helped in growing my audience is that I just show up and give in so many different places. And I don't do it with an agenda. I really don't. Um, So that means I'm in a lot of networking groups. I'm in a lot of, um, yeah, just like business groups where my audience will be hanging out and I just show up and help. Like I just show up and just answer a question or be a cheerleader or just give my advice or give my perspective. And there's a fine line here. I, th- I think that some people do it in a pushy way. And I, I think it's really unethical to go into other people's paid groups, especially, and, you know, do it to try and poach customers. I think I, people do it to me. It pisses me off so much. But if you're in peer-related um, business groups where people show up, if you're allowed to promote 
I I was just really good at that, especially my early days. I would just be the person who was showing up and helping people. I went to, in 2009, so this is like really my first year of business, I went to an event with Ali Brown and I stood up and asked a question and she goes, oh, you're the girl who's always on Facebook. (laughs) And I was like, yes, that's me. And so there is... A lot of sweat equity sometimes. Sweat equity means that you're just doing the work, right? Because I didn't do any paid ads for like six years in my business. You can totally, please, you can do that earlier than me. But there's something there just about showing up, showing up and helping people, showing up and being a consistent presence in your community, showing up and being the go-to person. All of those things means that people will see your face, they'll Um, you know, sign up for your offerings, all of those things. But you can't just, I know you're not doing this for anybody, but you can't just expect the audience is just going to grow for no reason. You, You have to be telling people how you can help them all the time. And I've been really good at that in my early years too, of just saying, this is how I can help you. At the end of a live stream, at the end of a blog post, at the end of a podcast episode, I would say, this is how I can help you. And if you're a long-term listener of Chill and Prosper, you know that I do this all the time. Come and do my quiz. Go listen to my Money Blocks workshop. um, Sign up for this freebie. Um, And so I created a lot of those in the early days because that's how you grow your audience. You give something of value. Think about all the things that people are struggling with and they can be very simple. You don't have to do like this mega thing. You can break those things out into separate opt-ins, separate freebies, separate eBooks for people. Don't overthink it. It can be a great solve a problem for someone. Um, But I've always been really good at just talking about those things. If you liked this, you'll like that. If you liked this article, here's how I can show you. If you're not sure how to do it, don't worry. I've got one, one thing for you. Do not hide. And I see this everywhere. People never do a call to action. They never tell people how they can help them. And then you're just entertaining people for free. Right, so you can't you can't grow your audience if they don't know about how you can help them. All right, I've got some more um, more tips for you after the break. Hi, friends. I'm Amanda Harvey Love from Seattle, Washington. I'm a private coach for teachers, parents, and leaders. Denise's books and Money Bootcamp have helped me clear all kinds of resentment and money blocks to create a business and life that works for me. Even though I didn't believe in manifesting before reading her books, within 30 days, I used her strategies to manifest my first big intention, a retreat at her Rose Farm. Don't wait. Buy her books and join Money Bootcamp today. The life you'll create is worth every penny. Okay, welcome back. We are talking about growing your following online, becoming famous online, and Here's the thing too, you might be an introvert or you might think, oh, I don't need a big um, social following to grow my business. You might not. If you are a one-to-one person or you're very niche, you might not need a big audience. But it does open a lot of opportunities for you. It's easier if you want to have a big launch to have those numbers in place. If you want to have a traditionally published book, publishers will ask for those numbers. If you want to fill an event, it's easier to have more people than fewer people. All of those things. If you want to create passive income and not just do one-to-one clients, all of those things help. Now, I have grown my list. um, Like my list is always between 70,000 and 100,000 people. 
And the thing is, you will lose people. People will join your list for a while. They'll leave your list. They'll join, they'll leave. So if I've never deleted anyone off my database, I would have, oh my God, I'd probably have a million people who have who have gone through my list over the last 12 years easily. Um, but every time someone unsubscribes or people get disconnected, people don't resonate with you anymore, your direction might shift, that will go. And that's why this this is a constant process. It's not just one and done and then all of those people will stay on your list. Okay, so here's another couple of things that I've done to, to grow my list. And by the way, I'm just going to say this too. I've never had a massive, massive, big, big number. My list has always been like this. And then because of uh, – <laughs> I'm pretending you can see me. But um, my list has just grown steadily and consistently over the years. It's never been this massive, massive, big spike. And then, of course, you get unsubscribes as well, right? So here's some other things I've done. One, the basics consistency. Every single week without fail, I send a newsletter, sometimes more than one. And I've been doing that since 2009, every single week. I don't always feel like it. I didn't always have something ready to go. I didn't always have something I wanted to say. I didn't always feel like it was my best work, but I just made that consistent um, commitment. Now, you might go, but I'm not, I don't feel consistent. Some days I don't feel like it. Great. You're going to love this tip. Batching. Batching has probably been my biggest secret to consistent content, which then grows my list. I don't always feel like it either. I don't always feel like being consistent. I don't feel like being chatty. I don't feel like being online. So I batch things. <laughs> I was going to say I batch it when I feel like it, but that's not even true either. So I don't always feel like doing this podcast, but I've booked it in and Josh, my engineers out there, I have to say something because I've booked it for the whole day. And so I've made space for that. I might do eight, 10 episodes in a day. Um, sometimes I'm booked two days in a row and then I've got my quarter done. Same with social media content. I don't always feel like being online. So I batch things when I feel like it or when I'm in the mood or I have dedicated time. So then I have a consistent presence. And go and listen to my podcast episode around that because I find that people's excuses for batching are things like um, it won't be authentic. It's authentic when you create it. It's none of your business when someone consumes it because they'll consume it when they need it, not when you feel like it. So there's that. There's um, the excuse of like it feels really boring and restrictive. But I find that... um, like it is, I actually really enjoy the batching process. I do find it fun and creative, especially the way I teach it. So go find that batching episode in my um, podcast. Just search Denise DT batching. Um, I find it's a money personality thing. Every money personality, <clears throat> sorry, can batch in their own particular way. So I've got lots of tips um, if you're in my Sacred Money Archetypes course about how to batch uh, related to your personality. But also, there's just this feeling of like, oh, it's, I won't be able to come up with things or it's really boring. I reckon in in a month, in a general month, there's always a period in the month, it's probably related to my cycle, where I just think, I hate my business. I have nothing to say. I'm so boring. Everything has been said already. Everyone must be so sick of me. I should just quit. But because I've got things batched, 
I just don't quit because I just go, well, I've got some content. At least I don't have to show up. And then by the time, then I'm over it. And then I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't break my business because now I feel good about my business again. Um, But here's the thing on the other side is that you create this consistent presence in people's lives. And that's how I've grown my business because people feel comfortable referring me to their friends. They feel comfortable following me because they know that I'm going to be showing up and sharing things that are helpful and useful in their lives. And I'm not going away. I'm not going to shift and change my business suddenly. Um, I'm just a, a calm, consistent presence in people's lives. This podcast is every week without fail. Imagine if sometimes it's like, oh, I can't be bothered doing my podcast this week. I can't, heaps of times I wouldn't be bothered to do it, but because I've batched it, it's already done. I'm ahead of it. I've, I'm ahead of myself. It's brilliant. Um, so that's really my, that's my biggest tip is just to be consistent. Be consistent in showing up and sharing, sharing what you know and telling people how they can work with you. That's, that's really it. But let's talk about the mindset around this. There's a couple of fears that I think people have around growing a bigger business. So this is important to deal with as you're doing it. One, you might have fears about um, visibility in general. So I've got a friend called Samantha Nolan-Smith. She's got um, a course called the School of Visibility. So if you have issues around visibility, um, go and check out her stuff because it's it's really cool. I think a lot of us have those fears. I'm going to get criticized. People won't like me. What if I make a mistake? What if I say something wrong? Um Definitely, they're all very valid fears. And I, I still have those too, but I, I'm more motivated by showing up and being useful and helpful to people than the fear I have of maybe not getting it right. And I have made mistakes and I've had to apologize for them, you know, but I still have that desire to help people. And I know that if I show up, then more people will find me and then I'll be able to help them. The other affirmation that I used for myself was, um, my face is my fortune. My face is my fortune. And I don't necessarily mean my face. It could be my voice. But I just want to just show up for people. I want them to see me. I want them to see me in their feed. Because sometimes it's out of sight, out of mind. If you go away for a couple of months or you're too shy to show yourself or your product, your product can be your fortune, then people forget about you. And I know because I've had that consistent branding for years and I've been showing up for years, when people see like a blue car, they think of me. If they see a blue typewriter, they think of me. And that's not like it's been this, um, you know, Machiavelli, is that how you say it? you know, I'm not trying to brainwash people, but it's just this that consistent branding and showing up and people knowing that I'll be there. Uh, and you might resist that, but it's not about you. It's not about you. It's you showing up for other people. So my face is my fortune could be something that's really good for you. You might have fears about just handling more people, you know, and, and I'll be honest, this, it can sometimes get a little overwhelming if you're trying to do everything yourself and also holding space for a lot of people. I have to do a lot of energy work. Um, Every month I do energy work so I can hold space for more people. Every time I grow my money boot camp, every time we have a launch, I have to do energy work because I feel a bit like, oh, is everyone going to be okay? It's like, 
you know, at the start of a party, sometimes you're like, has everyone got a drink? Is everyone okay? Is everyone having a good time? And then you relax into it. Oh, okay, I'm good. I'm like that every time we grow our audience. I'm just like, oh, shit, how can I, how can I make sure everyone's okay? So that might be a fear too. You can hire other people to help you. You can hire people to help you with your DMs, with your emails. You can hire people to um, screen your social media. You might have fears about haters and trolls. And you know what? I think everyone has this fear. I've been so lucky. I've really had not that much of it. And a lot of my friends are the same. I think we see the extreme examples because people will talk about it. But we don't hear often about, you know, the 80% of people who don't really have those problems. You know, and you can learn to set boundaries with people. You can learn to um, keep things back for yourself. I've learned as my audience has grown bigger, I, I don't share pictures of my kids anymore. I don't share pictures of my house. Well, I did recently because selling my house. But, you know, I, I am smart about the boundaries that I have, but um, I'm not scared about, you know, having more people email me or having more people on my newsletter list because I have a team to help me. Um, I have people in different time zones. They go through my um, DMs first so they can filter out if we get the occasional dick pic or they can filter out someone who's been horrible. They can, you know, block spam. They can do all of those things before I see it. So then I just see the things that I can actually help with, you know, and you can do all of those things. If people are mean, you can block them. You can you can you can unsubscribe them from your newsletter list, you know, and there's that fear of, oh, people won't like me. And that will happen. There'll be people who resonated with you at a certain point in your journey and then they didn't resonate with you anymore. Like when I first started having kids, some people were like, I don't resonate with you anymore. Fine. When I, uh, you know, became a little bit more successful, some people were like, yeah, it doesn't resonate with me anymore. Fine. When I lost weight or when I gained weight, like my weight's been different throughout my business journey, didn't resonate with people anymore. And that's cool. Okay. So don't be afraid of not being liked. Um, you focus on the people who, that you can help. Okay. So there, there are my tips really. So start how you mean to go on. Start now. Share your best stuff. Show up. Be consistent because you can always um, re-record things later on. Uh, pretend it's going out to thousands and thousands of people. Uh, be helpful, show up in groups, uh, share things that are helpful to your audience, tell them about how you can help them, share your opt-ins, share your freebies. Oh, I didn't even mention being on podcasts. So I'll do a whole separate episode on that because I'm I I uh, that's probably a big strategy for me is actually being on other people's podcasts. So I'll do a whole separate because we're running out of time. Um, show up in groups, be helpful, be consistent, show up and be a presence for people, a consistent helpful presence for people my face is my fortune and really look at some of those fears that you have um you know get a gatekeeper if you need to have other people on your team set boundaries that's totally cool all right so that's it for today i uh would love to hear your feedback on this episode if you have any ahas or if you just want to say hi on social media i'm at denise dt everywhere so make sure you're following me go follow me now on instagram at denise dt um i'm also on twitter but not as much and also facebook too so just search for me um just search denise duffield thomas i've got a business page there on facebook and instagram is at denise dt and of course my website with all my resources is denise dt.com and if you go to slash newsletter you'll get on my newsletter because i send it out every week 
Yay. Uh, thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper, but I've got one final th- final thought for you after this last break. Hello, my name is Emma Green and I am a British physical therapist, or physiotherapist living in Los Angeles. Um, I absolutely love Denise's book, Chill and Prosper. Um, I read it when it was Chillpreneur and I've read it again now it's Chill and Prosper and it just really helped me when I pivoted my business from being a brick and mortar business to being online. I realized I could have a full-time income on part-time work. Thanks Denise, you've changed my life. Okay, so this is a quote from my book, um, I think it was in Chill and Prosper, about it's okay to be a contributor, you don't have to be a guru. Some people hold themselves back from sharing online, showing up because they're worried that they're not an expert enough or they don't know enough. And if you shift that to being a contributor, to contributing to the conversation, just adding one perspective, you don't have to know all the perspectives. You don't have to cover all bases. Just share what you know you know. Okay, so be a contributor, not a guru. It takes the pressure off so much. All right, gorgeous. I will see you next week for another episode of Chill and Prosper. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.